You're listening to a podcast from Columbia Christian Fellowship in Columbia, Pennsylvania. Our services are weekly at 10 a.m. We hope to see you there. just a second to get settled how Chris sets up it's always my privilege to introduce any special speakers that we have and as most of you know I work for Royers on the holidays and so I, a number of guys in the church will fill in for me the Sunday after the holiday and that's what Chris is doing today also I'd just like to share with us if you've been here for any length of time, you, you probably realize, or maybe you don't, we've been in some sort of corporate Bible read since Labor Day weekend of 2014. That's amazing. I don't know that any other church could say that. It's not a boast. It's just that's something very unique to us. But we have been corporately reading the Bible together, same, same sections, same dates, that sort of thing, because Chris puts it together since 2014 and I've heard a number of you share how meaningful that has been and I've heard a number of you say that you think that's the glue that has kept us together through all of these good and bad times that we've gone through is we're in the Bible together and God is using that to just draw this congregation into this cohesiveness that we feel without any further ado Chris Firestein thank you hub Well, good morning, and thank you. Thank you, Hub, for this opportunity. Uh, you know, I hope you had a Merry Christmas, and I sure did. I thank God for that. And, but what was really nice is to watch my seven-year-old daughter count down the days to Christmas, you know? Started with, like, 20 and then 19, and just every day. But she had an excitement for Christmas, and uh, I think we all got to know that Jesus is coming back, and we should have that same excitement for the second coming, you know, counting down the days to the second coming. So... Praise the Lord. So, uh, you know, today I want to talk about the importance of knowing the Word of God. And, uh, you know, we, we should be coming into agreement with the Word of God. And to be in agreement with His Word, we, we really have to read His Word. And so the Bible reads is really what's helping us out a lot, too, is on our own time. Or you could say it's God's time that He gives to us. You know, we... Uh, read the Bible, and that's really how we talk to God in a lot of, a lot of ways, and how he talks to us, basically. So, like Hub said, as a church, we've been reading through the Bible for many years. So, currently, uh, we're nearing the end of a three-and-a-half-year Bible read, and in 2022, we'll complete the final phases, God willing. So, I just want to do a little bit of review of where it began. It, it, sort, of, it sort of began... In, well, it did begin in 2019. Um, we, were, we read the Torah. That's the first five books of the Bible, the book of the law. And uh, that's really all it was supposed to be. It was, but uh, in that time period, we had two, two groups start up. There was a focus on small groups as well during that time. And two of them started. There was the were Dawn's group. And then there was uh, Cell 13, the Monos group, started back up. Two of them, but both are currently going on now, still here in 2021. So 
and going strong. So praise the Lord for that. Um, that has everything to do with the Word of God. So if you've got your Bibles on you, book of Isaiah 55, 11. See, when you, when you focus on the Word, you know, good things happen. But I'm just going to read this to you. It's 50, Isaiah 55, 11, just this verse. It is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always produces fruit. Amen. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So this is the word of God. I mean, it, it, it goes out and it produces fruit. We all got to know that. Um, so back here in 2019, uh, we had... We had the, you know, this started out with this. These are, these, by the way, these are the uh, handouts that you see out, out front there. But started out with a tour in two months, and then it grew into phase two and phase three. So we kept on uh, reading. And it was supposed to go on, right? And, but then at the end of, and there was a plan in place for a 2020 Bible read. But at the end of 2019, I, I started to feel like the Holy Spirit was calling for the Bible read to stop. And uh, I talked this over with Hub, and he, he was sensing some of the same things. So uh, it stopped. And it was kind of heartbreaking, but, but we have to obey God versus our emotions and feelings. You know what I mean? So at 2022, or I'm sorry, 2020, at the end of 2019, the Bible read stopped. So you kind of ask yourself why God would stop the Bible read. And personally, I think it's because of, you know, synchronization, synchronization and agreement. You know, because there's a time and place for everything. So if the timing's off, it's just not going to work right. You know what I mean? So, uh you know, here's, here's, what, here's how God speaks on that sort of thing. It's in Proverbs uh, 3, 5, and 6. When, when you feel like you're in a direction and you know what the Lord, feel like you know what the Lord's telling you and suddenly that changes, you really got to work closely with the Lord. You know, you got to know the voice of the Lord too because that could be the voice of the enemy trying to thwart what God has planned. So we really got to be sharp in dealing with the Word of God. you got to divide this correctly. But um, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. And it was a tough path, but the, uh, you know, the Bible read ended in 2020. So, all right, I'm sorry, in 20, at the end of 2019, so 2020, it concluded. Now, <laughs> 2020 came, and we all know what happened in that year, right? Stuff that we did not know was going to happen, and things got very crazy to the point that the churches were shut down. Our world changed completely. It's still not really right from that. So, we were in about March Still not doing the Bible read, but this was early when the church was start, shut down. Everything was getting very crazy. And the Lord uh, decided to throw something in my spirit as I was driving down the road at work. So you might remember this. This, this is a letter that was sent out for uh, 
to, to restart the Bible read. But I just want you to know how, how the Lord put it on my heart to restart this through this letter. I'm just going to read a portion of it. Okay, it says, Then on March 16th, 2020, as the craziness of the coronavirus was escalating, the Holy Spirit reminded me of a major miracle that he performed in my life 13 years ago to the date. He set me free. That was something he did in my life personally. It was one of those moments where I had to pull off to the side of the road because the tears were blocking my vision. I was driving at work, and just, I just started breaking down. Couldn't see. As I was alongside the road, I confessed to God that I had forgot about the miracle. So we should celebrate the miracles that the Lord does in our life year after year after year. They're, they're very important. <clears throat> it was then that the Spirit reminded me about the 2020 Bible read. So right away I called Hub. I called Hub immediately, and he took the matter to the elders in prayer. It didn't take long before we all came into agreement that God is calling us to read his word as a church body. So, personally, I think it's the perfect time to come together as a church and keep our souls focused on Jesus through his word. I believe God purposely delayed the launch date of the 2020 Bible read to keep us synchronized as a church body, prepared for the times ahead, and full of faith to thrive during these darker days. So, the, the 2020 Bible read then began, and it sort of got retooled from the plan. So the plan was only supposed to be, uh, you know, a certain amount of time, but now the times had shifted, so it had to get repurposed, you could say. And that was to get online with uh, what the Lord had in store for us. I believe we started out with the book of Mark at that time. The words straight from Jesus, we need it at that time. We needed it very badly at that time. We still do. But um, so, phase two of the Bible read, this part here, changed dramatically from the way that I had received it. Okay, it was, it was the book of Psalms. Now, the way I received it from the Lord is the book of Psalms in one month. But um, then I, I, I talked to Hub about that, and he took that to the elders. And this is, this is how, th I want you all to see how things flow, too, in, in the way we do things, because it's agreement that we're all looking for. We need that. We can't have just one person going off and doing things. So it's always checked and balanced. But he went to the, the uh, elders, and they were sensing that it was supposed to be longer, right? Like four months. Instead of one month, this is like 25, yeah, it's, it's a lot more longer. And I was just like, wow, is it really? So uh, we had a phone call. I had a phone call with Hub, and he, we were, you know, I knew it was going to have to be longer. So he said, uh, you know, go ahead and meet with the Lord. But he says, willy-nilly, he says, but I think it would be about a start date of July 10th. And I, so I wrote that number down. I was like, well, he just said it off the top of his head. There's no way. That it, but anyway, uh, so I met with my small group then after that, and I think it was Ray that said it should, even go, it should go even slower. So now we're looking at like six months, and I, and I was just like, I can't believe what the Lord is doing. So um, I had to go back to the Lord and see, you know, see what was going on. So here's what happened. This is, this is this Bible read, it was called Worship of the Psalms. We come to the agreement then in the small group that we would have one chapter a day, uh, Sundays off, start the end of the year, December 31st, and move it backward, 150 psalms, and can you all guess what date 
That started on July 10th. Is it? Oh, my goodness. See, wow. So, there's no way a hub could have known that. He had no idea what, uh, you know, what the length of this was going to end up. And for it to be 150 all the way to December 31st, miracle. But it's, it's kind of what I needed to see because I felt like now I can come into total agreement with all this because I wasn't on board at first. And so, you know, I had to go and ask the Lord then, you know, how did I get this so wrong? And uh, the Lord kind of said, you know, it was calling my spirit with, you know, he needed me to uh, pursue this with a sort of passion. And I wouldn't have pursued it with a, any sense of passion if I'd have thought it was going to be six months at first. I just, it wasn't what I, so I was uh, under the impression that it was going to be that, and pursued, it, pursued it that way, and then dialed it in later. But uh, whenever we're doing anything for the Lord, you better be ready to change your plans. Because they're actually God's plans. If, if you're, you know, and if he wants something changed last minute, it's got to change last minute. It's not always convenient, but it's necessary. And this is in Proverbs. Proverbs 19.21. Where he says, you can make many plans but the Lord's purpose will prevail. And so I just believe, uh, you know, in, in that case there, at the end of 2020, the Lord was really, uh, you know, putting us in psalms at a slow pace to really comfort our souls during that, that testing time. And it's just, the test is still going on, but we, we really needed it at that time. What's that? Uh, Proverbs 19.21. Uh, yep. And I'll just read that one again. It's, it's, it's a fantastic one that all of us need to take, keep, keep in our spirits. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. So we want to be making the Lord's plans and not our own. Because not that we shouldn't have our own plans and goals, but uh, we, we just got to be ready to change when, when they come into conflict with the Lord's purposes. Because we can't see that a lot of times. So... Okay, so then 2020 went, and then we got to uh, 2021. So it, it was about this time when the Lord started showing me that this was becoming a uh, three-and-a-half-year Bible read with a much slower pace. So, <laughs> so uh, it started off then, if you remember, with the, uh, the Bible read with the, the law school, phase one and phase two, or phase one and A and, one f and phase one B. That's, what's weird about that is, those phases, Lord was putting on my heart with that. It's kind of weird how that was coming out. But at the same time, if you remember, they were rolling out coronavirus protocol in phases. So it was kind of like the Lord was showing me that his, his, his thing is bigger than that. You know, you know what I mean? So, um, but he wanted us to reread the book of the law. We can't get too far away from the Torah, from the first five books. You just, it's really what Christianity is built on. You know, it's... Even Jesus, when he was, um, you know, going against the devil, he quoted the book of Deuteronomy three times to defeat the enemy in the, in the wilderness. But um, after that, we, we went into, what was that, phase two, and that kind of uh, focused on God's people entering the promised land and developing a God-centered society, which uh, <laughs> that never gets old there. 
And currently, this is our most current. I think we just finished that up here, uh, phase three. And, uh, you know, this was called labeled steadfast. There's a lot, of, a lot of meaning to that word, steadfast. And it doesn't sound like much, but until you go through hard times, that's when it really, you, you understand what steadfast is. And that's like, no matter what happens, you're, you're grounded in the Lord. You know what I mean? And you can be excited and happy about what's to come, even facing serious adversity and, you know, the, the starts and stops in life, you know, where, where in that case it was Nehemiah and Ezra, and they were, they were charged with rebuilding the temple, and there were so many things that they faced, like they were got, got busy building and then stopped. And, that, you know, funding was a concern, but God, God got that all worked out. But that's, that's sort of like how our lives are. And uh, in 2021, I feel like he was, you know, with the hardships we all faced, that uh, he was kind of grounding us there. So, and then phase 3B, <laughs> that was just recently, you know that. Uh, it ended with a book of song of songs. And, uh, man, see, I read, I, read this, I read the Bible to my daughter at nighttime a lot of times. And so, I got, it's a seven-year-old. And as soon as I began reading the book of Song of Songs, it, it, you know, it started out pretty, pretty uh, frisky as soon as, as soon as it started. So I was like, Lord, should I, should I be reading this? And it was immediately, yes, you, you should be. And then so I read on and, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, and it, all of us, I think, when we come to the book of Song of Songs, we're like, why is this even in here? But for me, at this point, you know, personally speaking, it just it kind of showed me to fall in love with the, the human experience, fall in love with our humanity. You know, there's, a, there's a great push right now for us to become robotic and, and sort of, uh, I don't know, more human than we're really supposed to be. But this, just with, with life's ups and downs and the falling in love process, you know, that happens between man and a woman, and then it's also symbolic of falling in love with God and the the things that go on, the questions we ask, the, the hurts we experience, all that, all that wrapped up into humanity. And it's there for a purpose. So the, the human experience of life with its ups and downs will ultimately allow us to experience the love of God. You know what I mean? Just better and better as we move on. So we, could, we concluded the 2021 Bible read with a word about God's love. And now, we're going into the 2022 Bible read. And this, this puts a major focus on prophecy. So, you know, it's, it's around this time every year that uh, people want to hear a word from God about the next year, right? So, just ask this question, what, what does God have in store for us? for 2022 and I personally gotta say I, I don't know but whatever comes we have to trust God to see us through and on a very personal level this is not really I'm not voicing this, this that this goes for you or corporately or anyway but I'm saying on a personal level my personal level I see times of severe testing in 2022 I'm saying that's for me for me so I'm gearing up for this um you know, but I know that God will strengthen his children. And that's, I find that in the book of Isaiah. 
Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. And it says this. Have you never heard? Question mark. Have you never understood? Question mark. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So even as I'm facing a severe time of testing in 2022, I know that, God, I know that the Lord is going to carry me through it. So I'm trusting in the Lord. So if, if that's what you're sensing for, for uh, you, then by all means, come into agreement with that. So the Bible read is going to start off with... Uh, the book of Jeremiah. <laughs> and if you've read the book of Jeremiah, you know that it has some very, I don't know, not good news completely. But that really doesn't matter to God because he can make it good news. The reason you get the bad news is to get you straightened out to receive the good news. You know what I mean? So if you've got your Bible with you, let's go to the book of Jeremiah. Just wanna, we're going to read through the first chapter here just to whet your appetite because this is what the, the Bible read is going to be about. Now, Jeremiah is also known as the uh, weeping prophet, which means I guess he must have been like crying a lot because he was receiving some stuff from the Lord that he really didn't want to say but had to be said. Remember, it's, it's not our plans, it's God's plans. Jeremiah 1, the very beginning of the book of Jeremiah. Okay. These are the words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests from the town of uh, Anathoth in the, in the land of Benjamin. The Lord first gave messages to Jeremiah during the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah. Okay, so uh, Josiah, right, was a good king, one of the very few good kings in the kingdom of uh, Judah. And what made him good is he, he tore down all the idols. People want to praise idols a lot. It's just, it's just something that people like to do. And so he tore them all down. Now about that time, he's raising up Jeremiah, so as far as the age of Jeremiah, some believe it's about 13 years old is when the Lord's dealing with Jeremiah to get him started. So you, you see the Lord kind of working in a, uh, in a way, he's working on the supply end and the demand end. You, you know what I mean? Like, for instance, if you talk about drug dealers, right, you say, well, let's just take all the drug dealers off the street. Okay, but if there's a demand for that, then there, there'll be a supply. You know what I mean? There'll just be more and more and more drug dealers because there's a, a supply. So you have to work on the demand side as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, the, then, the, then the, the supply of drug dealers won't be there because there's no demand for it. So it's, there's like a, like a law of, of supply and demand. 
And, and in this case, if you tear down the idols, but you still have the demand for the idols, they're going right back up. You know what I mean? So God is working this in a, in a time that he's, he's getting Jeremiah primed up to you know, get to work on the demand side so that the people don't demand these idols. Because if the people didn't demand the idols, then the idols wouldn't go up. So there's a couple components in this, but it's just brilliant how God works. Brilliant. <laughs> the Lord's message, okay. The Lord's messages continued throughout the reign of King Jehoiakim, Josiah's son, until the 11th year of the reign of King Zedekiah, another of Josiah's sons. In August of that 11th year, the people of Jerusalem were taken away as captives. That is horrible. Okay? They were overcome by Babylon. So you see, <laughs> Jeremiah's uh, words were not heeded. And God knew that as well. But he had a plan, you know, to bring them back after some 70-year period, I think, in captivity. Uh, that kind of, those kind of questions there will get revealed as you read through the Bible. You know what I mean? You could pause there and research everything. But I find it's, it's good to just keep on reading because God will fill in these blanks with his word in other books of the Bible. So, okay. The Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. So, you know, Jeremiah was born for this job of telling people, you know, what he's about to tell everybody in this book. But God raised him up, and that's, you know, you, you, could, you could attach that to some other things like abortion and that kind of thing. Uh, God knows who's in the womb and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, he picked Jeremiah. Oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I, said, I can't speak uh, for you. I'm too young. The Lord replied, don't say I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then the Lord uh, reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I've put my words in your mouth. Today I point you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. Okay, so that, that's, a, that's a pretty big, <laughs> imagine being that young and being told this kind of thing, how, how much power your words are going to carry. Okay, then the Lord said to me, look, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I replied, I see a branch from an almond tree. So this this is kind of like, well, you know, what, 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 what in the world might that be? So I wasn't quite sure. I just was praying and, and research, you know, researching a little bit. And when you see an almond tree before this, you see it when God is trying, in the book of Numbers, God's trying to, they're asking who's going to be running the priesthood. And they all brought their almond branches up there. And the one that budded was going to be who's running, running the uh, priesthood. See, Jeremiah would have been very rehearsed in the Torah, the book of the law. And would have known that. So when he saw an almond branch, he would have been understanding that. And that almond branch was also an ark, if I, if I remember correctly. Uh, he would have known symbolically that something big was being established. So he himself was being established here. So, <clears throat> all right. 
says, and the Lord said, that's right, and it means that I am watching and I will certainly carry out all my plans. Then the Lord spoke to me again and asked, what do you see now? And I replied, I see a pot of boiling water spilling from the north. Yes, the Lord said, for terror from the north will boil out on the people of this land. So if you were having dreams and visions, okay, like if I would have saw a, a boiling pot of water, I, would, I wouldn't have asked the question, which way is it spilling? You know, you know what I mean? So when we're getting our dreams and visions from the Lord, we've got to start asking questions about what they really are. Dial them in. You, you know, look, look at the detail. Which way is it spilling? That might be significant in where you're supposed to move to next, or who, who knows? What I'm saying is uh, look for the, the details in the dreams and visions that God's, that God's given us. Okay, yes, the Lord said, for terror from the north will boil out on, on the people of this land. Listen, I am calling the armies of the kingdoms of the north to come to Jerusalem. I, the Lord, have spoken. They will set their thrones at the gate of the city. They will attack its walls and all the other towns of Judah. I will pronounce judgment on my people for all their evil, for deserting me and burning incense to other gods. Yes, they made they worship idols made with their own hands. Get up and prepare for action. Go out and tell them everything I tell you to say. Don't be afraid of them, or I will make you look foolish in front of them. You see that? There's a, there's a high cost for fear. You know what I mean? Because God has not given us a spirit of fear. So it can make us look foolish. For see, today I made you strong like a fortified city that cannot be captured, like an iron pillar or a bronze wall. You will stand against the whole land, the kings, officials, priests, and people of Judah. <laughs> they will fight you, but they will fail. For I am with you, and I will take care of you. I, the Lord, have spoken. So this is, this is the message to Jeremiah. We'll be, we'll be doing a, about a chapter a day for three months, I think it is. And we'll be getting a lot of stuff like that every day. Uh, so, but really a summary of this, this book is that, uh, you know, we need to take heed to the warnings from God's prophets. And uh, we have to repent of our sins and turn to God for the, the kingdom of heaven is near. And that was really the essence of Jesus' message, too, when, when he was uh, launching his ministry. And so much more to that, but that kind of sums it up a little bit. So this, this is what the 2022 Bible read will actually end up looking like, God willing. I don't sense that there'll be any changes of plan. I think we're in agreement, but who knows what could happen. So we'll have the, uh, we'll have the, the prophecy portion, and then it's a slow march through the book of Matthew, which is something that kind of, you know, we had a five-year uh, time where we, we spent on, on the book of Matthew, and that started from the 2014 Bible read. So it's kind of fitting that, that God would end it with, with a slow march through uh, the book of Matthew, with a lot of things that will focus on prophecy, too, at that point. So there's a lot of prophecy in this, in this year coming up. Uh, <laughs> there is also, you all have to know this, there's a website, and this is the website, blesscolumbia.org. And this is what Dan, Dan Beck really is on there all the time. Where oh, there he is. 
And this is what you, this is what you end it with. I noticed that. Every time, that very prayer, because that's an important, I think it's an important order, too. Pray, before you read, pray to the Lord, you know, say, say, open my heart to understand your word. Read, and when you do, you're going to praise God. And I see you always use two exclamation points, too, which is is very neat. So, yeah, you can go on there and um, express what God's put for you in there, and and we all look at that, and uh, we get... Uh, strengthened by that as well. So, all right, I guess we're just going to end here with a, uh, a prayer, and then uh, that'll, be, that'll be it. So, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you so much for your word. Uh, you're just such a great God. There's so much to you. We could, we could never be bored with learning about you, Father. It's just en- enough to fill up a thousand lifetimes of, of your of what you have for us, Father. Heavenly Father, I just want to pray for the Bible readers in the name of Jesus, uh, that they get something out of, out of your word, which I know they will. Uh, I just pray that they, they uh, find a time to, to continually read your word and be fed by you. And I just thank you and I praise you. And I ask too for, for 2022 to be a really powerful year, Lord where we understand what you're saying and not be uh, dismayed by the challenges we're, we're, we're facing. Because uh, we can rely on you, Father. That's hard to see sometimes when we're, when we're deep in the mist. But, it, but it's true then just as, just as much as it's true when we're on the mountaintop, Father. So thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Hey, Chris, thanks for really laying that out so clearly for us, where we've been, where we're headed. I just thank you. Let's, let's acknowledge Chris, the hard work that he does. The band is coming forward for closing worship. This might sound like a crazy question in this congregation, but if you're here and you don't own a Bible, Please see me because we'll make sure you get one so you can participate in the Bible read. And, Chris, you have brochures prepared? Yes, they're, in the, uh, they're out in the foyer. So out in the foyer, there is the 2022 Bible read schedule. And then shortly, once Donna gets a hold of that and gets some time, it'll also be on our website. Right, Donna? Okay. So there's no excuse. We're entering into a Bible read, and God's going to bless richly. Would you stand with us, please? Thank you for listening to our weekly message. To connect with us, visit our website at blesscolumbia.org.